boom, coming in hot. Chinchy, how we doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Good day today. I, have, I, have half, I only have half elevator voice. I still have kids sleeping in the house. If you can believe it. It's like 1030. Kids are still sleeping. Hey, man. Come on. When you were coming back from college, dude, that's when you hibernate. <laughs> you got to hibernate yeah. and catch up on all the sleep you missed, like your junior year when you were going to keggers. Hopefully your kids aren't so, going to keggers. So There's true, though. So true. <laughs> dude, but one of the things, though, you know, I, 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 I'm sure you experience this, too. I know you don't have kids, but I'm sure maybe Jess or maybe your friends do this, too, like, I just realized, I'm like, you know, in my setup, I know the cords. There's one cord over here, obviously, is the Wi-Fi. The other cord over here is my charger. And it's a white cord because it's, you know, my laptop, MacBook. And I'm like, where's the white cord? Uh, that means somebody grabbed my charger. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, I'll, and I was thinking to myself, how many times did, does that happen? You don't realize uh, it, and then your thing goes dead right when you need it. Oh, my like, God. Where's the charger? What, that's so funny you say that. So when Christmas Day, I was working. There were games. Or no, it was Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Day. There were football games, so I was technically working. Working from home was a very different experience, so it's, it wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't, you know, I still got all the filet mignon I, I needed, <laughs> but my, my phone had like 2%, and I was like, oh, man, I got to keep checking my phone during the day, and I plug it in, and then I walk away, and I'm helping Jess, you know, uh, make the table, whatever, and I come back, and my phone is off the charger, and there's another phone on the charger without, without the ask. You know, you need to, you need to ask. There's no ask. And I go and pick up my phone and it's dead. And I'm working. And I'm like kind of working off my phone when you work remotely. So I turn and I'm like, whose phone is this? My sister-in-law. So it's like, oh, it's mine. I'm sorry. And I'm like, you gotta get, you gotta make the ask. That's a rule. Yeah. You you don't just go pulling a cord out of somebody's phone and plugging yours in. You get, it's not, that's, that's uncool. Exactly. You gotta make the ask. Exactly. I got Uh-oh. Jillian just walked out. Did you steal my charger? <laughs> uh, you took my charger. <laughs> uh, there you go. It was Jillian. <laughs> I found it. Jake needed it. Oh, she's now she's playing. She's rolled Jake under the bus. Oh no. She came down. That she was made a... Jillian make the. Jillian stole it, gave it to Jake. So Jillian is the person that took it. Yeah. Jake is the one that needed it. So I got two kids on the hook now for where my charger is. <laughs> Jillian, <laughs> g- Jillian gave the Heisman pose to the cord and passed it off to Jake. That's the one. Come on, she flipped, it, she flipped it to Jake going right. <laughs> it's option. Yeah, it was a read option. She, I love she, it. That, she dumped I love it off. It. Nobody, nobody asked though. Nobody asked. They just take. They just take things. <laughs> is she still? Incredible. Is she standing right next to you while you're saying? Oh, this? she just came down. She had a blanket on. She looked like she That's just so been cute. in a fight. She had, cute. She's like kind of grinding. Her eyes are her eyes are like barely open. And I look at her and like, hey, where's my charger? She goes, oh, I took it, but I gave it to Jake. Got it. So good. That's such kids move. <laughs> it's kind of a good sister. Good sister. She knew where the charger is, so she yeah. got it for Jake. You know what I mean? <laughs> good job. All right. What do you got now? Okay. Thanks, Billy. Appreciate it, dude. Thanks a lot, man. I'll talk to you soon. See you. Is that still the plumber? Again? Wait, wait, wait. Jesus. Now he's he's flushing. No, he's flushing the lines to make sure everything's working. Hot water's working. Okay. One of the best plumbers in the area. <laughs> man, Billy. All right, Correct. Billy. All right. Chili, come here. Oh. Come here. Jill, I'm bringing Jillian on the show. This is amazing. There she is. Here she is. Hi, Jilly. Jilly, Jilly, did you take the charger? <laughs> say, say it again. I did. <laughs> and why did you take the charger? Because Jake needed it. Because <laughs> Jake needed it. Okay. Okay, you can go now. See you, Jill. You can go now. As long as we do, as long as we've... And she's charging thing over here. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, fans out there, if you know anybody at Food Network, did you see how cute this girl is? She can also make a bean. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Can, she can make a bean cookie. So come on, 
dude, dude, by the way, bro, I'll just send you a quick picture before we get going. Um, we, Jillian made a cake last night oh. for my dad's 83rd birthday. Oh my goodness. Wait, is it we today went, or yesterday it, is his birthday? It was, it was the 27th, but oh, we okay. celebrated it last night at my buddy Carmen's place. Cool. Um, but bro, I, I, I gotta, I gotta send you the pic because yeah, I'll put it it's just incredible. And we I just texted my buddy, Jim Shanahan, who was our cardiologist and just told him, Hey man, thanks for everything. Wow. We made it to 80. We made it to 83. So what a great, was an incredible night last night, dude. That's really special, incredible. man. That's really yeah, special. Really, really, really special. Awesome. Congrats. I'll have to send, I'll send you the, uh, I'll send you the pic. Yeah. Send it to me and we'll put That's it up. Really um, cool. Hey, so oh, dude. By the way, you had a great sunset or something when you were walking around on your uh, oh, dude, Instagram. You that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was beautiful. Wasn't that beautiful. Dude, it almost made me bro. cry. It was like it was like you look at bro. it, it almost makes you cry. <laughs> Chance, right, right where I live, bro. My house kind of sits down off the street. So when you're walking, and dude, it, we're in Pittsburgh here, so we're really in the mountains. You know what I mean? That's why it's so hilly. But when you know, on the, at the end of my walk. My house overlooks the skyline. Dude, it's incredible. And last night, my son Andrew was taking a walk. We took a walk together, and he was like, we just walked up on this. I'm like, that's a moment you got to put out there and just say, look how incredible this is. Beautiful. Like, it looked like yeah. a painting. It didn't even look real. So, so beautiful, dude. Yeah. So beautiful. All right. So, now that we got all our business out of the way. We got a jillion <laughs> now that we found who did, it was like Clue right there. That was it was so like, good. It was like Casey Clue. It was so good. Also, um, we have the Casey family bowling today, 115 to 3. Any kid that wins in bowling... Doesn't have to do chores today, so they're all really. On board. Yeah. Wow, so they take it seriously then, I guess. Oh, right? they're all on board. Nobody wants to do the dishes or take the trash out. There's you know no bumpers, right? No bumpers involved in this, right? No bumpers, dude. All we right. don't go down that road. <laughs> like, kidding? My son Andrew's 21, Jake are 19, Carly's 17. Yeah. Jillian doesn't even need bumpers. I I've never let her use bumpers since no. since the jump. So no, she's, that's she's weak. Like, no bumpers. That's weak. Yeah, yeah. Weak. you got to learn. You got to learn how to fail, right? That's what bowling yeah. is. You got to learn how to fail. You get it in a gutter. Yeah, Chris guess what? It in the gutter. Get figure out how to get it out of the gutter. That's that's a life experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is ridiculous. So let's talk positive baseball news. We were talking last night about what we we're going to talk about today, and it was like, have you seen what the Rangers have done? And then you take it a step further. Chris Young just got there as a GM. Like, dude, he's like pulling some Cashman-esque moves, you know? Dude. I'm going to rip through this real quick, and then you take it. <clears throat> Since he took over in December 2020, Corey Seager, 10 for 325. DeGrom, 5 for 185. Simeon, 7 for 175. John Gray, 4 for 56. Avaldi, who they just, this is a fresh one. Two for thirty-four, and then hey, just throw in Andrew Heaney, two for twenty-five. What's your take on this yeah. guy, man? Princeton guy, smart I love it, guy, dude. Yeah, I had a great conversation with Chris Young back. But, but by the way, back in the day, he was a pretty good pitcher too. He's like six right. ten. He's like Randy Johnson from the right side. Doesn't didn't throw like ten miles an hour less than Randy, but still, still was good. So Chris had a great career. One of the smartest guys out there, Ivy League, Ivy League, uh, you know, guy. My kind, of, um, my kind of guy. And. Yeah, your kind of guy, Chinch. But he had a great con we had a great conversation about Degrom, and he was like, "Listen, I think he's the best pitcher out there when he's healthy, and we feel like he's healthy, and that you know they gave him five years, one eighty five, bam, signed him right away." The Seager Simeon dude, they both had good years last year. Simeon started off really slow. Seager hit uh, had a career high in home runs. I still think they could even do better, both those guys. But you know, hey, listen, you know, you win up the middle, you got a great up the middle there for years to come, at least seven years with those guys. Um, yeah, and I and you could never have enough pitching. They brought in John Gray. They just brought in Valdi, Andrew Heaney. You know, you 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 can never have enough pitching. Heaney's health concerns me because he's, I don't think he's, you know, only a few times has he made over twenty starts in his career. Valdi's got great stuff, 
John Gray's got good stuff too. So listen, at the end of the day, you win with pitching. They also drafted Jack Leiter a couple years ago and they took Kumar Rocker last year. So Chris Young is definitely focusing right. on starting pitching and getting superstar players. And at the end of the day, you win up the middle. So he signed Seeger and Simeon up the middle. Um, and you win with you win with superstar pitching. So what, who's the biggest superstar pitcher out there when healthy is Jacob Degrom. So you got to give you got to give a lot of props to the Texas Rangers and what they're doing right now, man. Because at the end of the day, that's how you're going to do it. They got a new stadium there. Um, they gave Chris Young the reins. Obviously, John Daniels was out, and uh, I love what he's doing, man. I love what he's doing. He, he's got a. I love I love his Chris's point of view because Cy has been a player. He's also been worked for the commissioner's Correct. office. You know he's been all over the place, so I like I like what uh, what he's doing and how he's going about it. Yeah, everything you just said, well well said, well put. Not much to add. Other, I, I do want to say though the part about the uh, working in a commissioner's office. Like, I don't know what that gives him an advantage, but I think it gives him some form of advantage because he has the knowledge of what's going on at the league offices, and he worked hand in hand with his boy Chris Marinek, who is a genius, by the way. A lot of the pace of play, a lot of the improvements you've seen in baseball have come from the brain of Chris Marinek and Chris Young. They're, they're buddies. I, I want to say Marinek may have, may have played at Princeton with Young. He was an Ivy League guy, too. Either way, like to have the knowledge of what goes on in the league offices and, and knowing how the owners look at the game and knowing how uh, uh, the commissioner's office looks at the game, it's got to give you – I don't know what it is, but it gives you something that nobody else has who's a GM. So, like – it's a very unique thing. It's very interesting. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about having those, those, both those points of views. Because, you know, I think when you're a GM and you're, you're the president of the club or whatever, you want to you you win-win negotiations. You want it where the player wins and the club wins and the team wins, the fans win, everything. And I'm looking at these negotiations. I, I feel like Chris Young is giving out money that's not, outrageous but it's fair for everybody and a lot of win-win negotiations so i think when you're on both sides of the coin like chris young has been as a player and in the commissioner's office and in the front office now i think it's just like you said the more data information you can get the better off you're gonna the better decisions you're gonna make dude you're locked in i feel like i'm like hosting like uh <laughs> I don't know, like, like ESPN special. You're freaking doing great today. I'm so proud of you. You're always great. Let's go. You're always great. All right, so let's spin it over to another guy. It's an interesting one. Like, so Gene Segura signs with the Marlins. Yeah. Uh, the, the, w- why? I guess is a question. I think it'll be good. I think he'll be great there. I think that's a good place for him. But it's like you go to a team, you look at their record last year. What makes you sign with that team when you're a player? Money, obviously. Yeah. Money. I think if playing. you're with the Marlins right now, you're going for money, you know, playing time, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, when it's a good sign for the Marlins. The bottom line is that that, that rotation, you know, when you have Al- Alcantara, like, in the middle of that, you know, he's a Cy Young Award winner. Guy's a freaking absolute stud. Kind of has a lot of Pedro Martinez in there. I mean, st- you know, sometimes you get nervous comparing anybody to Pedro. But when you look at Alcantara, some of the stuff that he has, you're like, whoa. Wipeout slider, nine nine hundred mile an hour heater. I mean, just next level stuff. Wants to stay in the game. He's the only guy still throwing complete games in the league, you know. But you know, up and down that rotation, it's really good. But Chinch, you look at that team and you go, they have no lineup. When when Cooper, Garrett Cooper is your best hitter, you might not have a good lineup. And I'm not saying Cooper's not a good player. No, I'm I get he it. Is, but no, he, yeah, he's more compare that complimentary just compare, player, not a superstar player. Yeah. I got no superstars in that lineup. No, they really don't. So, I'm going down the list right now, and I, there's nobody I would even scream their name out 
here. No offense, that's what guys. I mean. I mean, they're all pro that's ball players. Yeah, but, go through the lineup, Chinch. Go through it. Uh, well, I got the depth chart, okay? You got Sandy yeah. Al- Alcantara. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm looking at the rotation. Sorry, bullpen. Catcher. Uh, Jacob Stallings. You got Cooper at first. Uh, Jake Chisholm at second. Wendell at third. Chisholm, Chisholm's legit. Yeah, he's legit. Jazz Chisholm's legit. He's he's a guy that has a chance to be really good. Yeah. You know, he, he just needs to be healthy. Right. Now, you had Miguel Rojas, uh, depending on where you're going to – I guess Segura will play short, right? Or will he play third? Uh, uh, we'll no, see. I think, I, think, I think he'll play – Or second. I'm sorry. Second? Yeah, he'll play second. Well, Jazz so they have Chisholm. Jazz, Jazz will play short. Okay, there you go. So then the outfield is uh, J.J. Lede, uh De La Cruz, and Avicel Garcia, who's like a vet. DH is Soler. Soler's probably the, the biggest, the one yeah, guy you're like, oh, don't let that guy hit a homer. That's kind of like he the one yeah. guy in the lineup. That's it, really. Yeah, not even, dude. Yeah, you make a yeah, good point, I don't man. Know. He doesn't scare me against good pitching. Good so, point, like, yeah. the bottom line is, you know, they they really need some bats. You know, Segura's good because, um, you know, he gives you uh, – he gives you good at bats. He's a tough out, and uh, you know he's a veteran presence. So yeah. it's a nice sign, but the Marlins are far long ways off. Man. Yeah, and cigars. Let's not sell him short. He, he's a he's a heck of a player. I mean, or has been like yeah. even here last year. Here he still hit two seventy seven last year. He's been hitting two seventy seven to three hundred his whole career. So yeah, you know, good for them. They got him. Um, but whatever. Uh, we're going to spin this to something because I'm very excited about this next topic case. So. We're going to go to football, right? So Carr gets benched. He just signed a three-year deal with the Raiders, and, like, they had such high hopes. And he recruited DeFonta Adams, which is huge, right? And they had so high, such high expectations. They get to this point. They still have a outside chance of making the playoffs, but they decide to bench Carr. And then, and so when that happens, like, the timeline of the news breaking was the, the GMs and owners, they said, hey, Carr was great about this. He really appreciates us. And so it seemed like there was a very good conversation. But then here's the weird thing. He decided to leave the team because he didn't want to be a distraction the rest of the way. Now, that's just such a fishy thing. It's just fishy. Like, how do you quit on – is he quitting on a team or is he really saying, I don't want to be a distraction? And then you have a side story to this because you were part of a team that yeah. had one of those <laughs> ultimate situations like this. So, yeah. so take one it away. ultimate distractions. Yeah, go yeah. for it. You know what I, I think of the car situation? Like, obviously, there's something with Josh McDaniels there. The Devonte Adams, the whole reason he came to to the Raiders is because he was college teammates with Derek Carr. It's one of his best friends. I don't think he would have Devonte Adams either if Carr wasn't there. Um, so it's not a great situation moving forward. There's no doubt about that. Um, uh, you know, I don't. With, but with Carr though, you are getting paid, and you are still, you know. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that whole thing about him leaving the team to be, a, you know, because he doesn't want to be a distraction either. Um, maybe sometimes you gotta just kind of suck it up and be right. there. But but the tra- wait, real quick, like two thousand. Real quick though, before you get to this amazing story, like, isn't leaving the team just? Couldn't that be a bigger distraction than staying with the team? I well, know. I guess if you're not around though. So it's, yeah. it's a distraction right away. Then all of a sudden, out of sight, out, out, out of sight, out of mind. mind. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go to your story. I want to hear your story. Yeah. It's more fun. So 2008, bro. When when the whole thing with Manny Ramirez went down, you know, Manny was. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. It was almost like the Manny being Manny kind of thing. Like talk about a distraction, but like he wasn't happy for whatever reason. I still remember we came. We were playing Seattle. We were out in 
Seattle night before. I just played some guitar with Vetter at his, uh, you know, it was incredible at, uh, and at, uh, uh, um, out in the Seattle warehouse, the Pearl Jam. Um, wow. So this is why I remember this. This whole trip was so wow. vivid to me. You know, so I, we had the night before Theo and Theo and I were were hanging out with uh, with Vetter doing the, um, you know, at his warehouse, but also taking some swings and stuff. So the next day I came in, and uh, they're like, "Hey, Manny's hurt." Now we're we're right, dude. I remember this. The end of July. It's like July twenty eighth. We're right in the middle of a pennant chase. Like we're we're a game back of. Uh, the Rays at the time, so we're in the we're in the in the midst of a, a big run where we need Manny, you know what I mean? And there's just some rumblings that he's not happy, and I, you know, just it, it did, you know, a lot of it didn't make sense or whatever. And I remember coming in the clubhouse that day in Seattle, and uh, Manny was in the training room. I come in the training room, get taped up or something, getting ready for BP. Manny's in the training room on a table, and I'm like, what the heck's what's wrong with Manny? He's like, oh, you know, and I I, I didn't even say anything, and then. You know, I got talking to Paul Lassard, the trainer, had come out and, you know, I was talking to him and and uh, we were talking. He said, you know, M- Manny, I go, what's wrong with Manny? He's like, well, his knee's bothering him. <laughs> I was like, which knee? <laughs> and I guess Paul had asked Manny, hey, Manny came in and said, hey, my knee's bothering me. I can't play tonight. He's like, well, which knee? And Manny points at both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a true story? He goes, this one. <laughs> he points at both knees. Paul's oh, like, which one? He's like, bo-. He's like, I don't know, one of them. One of them, wow. they basically was like, I want to go on the DL or something like that. I think I'm hurt that bad. Ooh. And it was like just a weird situation. Then it got really weird in the clubhouse because they're hearing like, okay, we're a game back at the end of July. We got our one of our best players is now bailing on us. Mm. He's deciding to like, he's making up a knee injury or whatever it is. I have no idea. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, I think we, we started to feel the distraction there. And Theo Epstein pulled the trigger and ended up trading Manny to L.A., I believe, the Dodgers. And we went and got Jason Bay from the Pirates. Wow. It was incredible. It was what, incredible. Was and that Jay the Bay same year? In, yeah, he, he Jay played Bay well. came and dominated yeah, 2008. Yeah, we went to the – we still Wait, went to the ALCS and everything, but – Was that the same year Manny, Manny pushed, like, the elderly yeah, traveling secretary? Same year. Yeah, he pu- yeah, he pushed Jack, yeah. What was that I like? think it was – I think that was the start. That was the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah, can't. He came in with the tickets, and you know, Jack's a former cop too, a oh, former geez. Boston police officer. So he's not. He's not like the, you know, Jack's kind of a tough guy, but he's obviously older. Yeah, that whole fiasco with the, oh. it was crazy. Wow, and that was yeah. your year so, there. Yeah, that was your year there. That's crazy. That was my year. Yeah. So you don't want to, man. He was a big distraction in two thousand eight <laughs> on, on, on a few different fronts. I can imagine. Um, wow. Yeah. So you know, but you you. you, you when it hits your clubhouse, you got to make a decision. And I look back, Theo Epstein made a decision right away and said, we're not going to have a distraction. Bam, he's gone. And we end up, end up getting a great player in return. Right. You know? So, But so, so how many days and or weeks did you have to answer the exact same questions? And, and, how, and what's that like? Is it annoying? And how do you have the discipline to not be like, God damn it, and like go off on the 13th guy that asked you the same question? You know what I'm saying? How, how do well, you, you just, train I, yourself I for that? Well, I think the, one of the biggest things with as a player with is the power of the pen. You know I mean, you got to make sure that you play the game too. Like the media is trying to get, obviously they have a job to do now being on the other side. They have a job to do, but they're also trying to get a story. So you have a job to do as a player too, to, to know, you know, make sure that you're saying the right things. That's not going to hurt your team or bring, bring any undue, um, you know, BS into the clubhouse. You know what I mean? So I think, 
You could get asked yeah. the same question 13, 14 times. You kind of have the same answer 13, 14 times. Yeah, that's true. And oh, I got a great one. I'm not going to say who this is, but one of the best baseball writers that there is in the world right now gave me some advice once when, who, who also does on-air stuff and said, and he wrote, he wrote this like pretty hardcore article and uh, then he comes on our show, but he didn't say the same things on a show that he said in the article. And I was like, hey, so why did you go a little lighter on TV? And he goes, I didn't. And he goes, that phrase, the pen is mightier than a sword, is a fact. He goes, when I write on paper, it comes off much more vitriol than when I'm talking on camera. And so you're just seeing the same thing. I'm just presenting it differently to you. But when it's on paper, it's scarier to everybody involved. And I was like, wow, that's very interesting. <laughs> it's an oh, interesting, interesting point. And so that's why, like, that's really interesting. When you Dude, say you know something, that, you know, okay. that's like, that's also like when somebody texts you. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, text etiquette. And you're like, Worst, yeah, like what do they? What because or as a bad a human, email. Your mind starts to go. What is it? What does that mean? What yeah, you get mean? Is he, you get somebody who hit the caps lock by mistake, and you're like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, there's it's a, especially hell, man. This day and age where, you know, yeah. like the the workplace is very volatile anyway. Everybody's got to kind of stay, you know, stay the course, and and, and you know, make sure you, you could send an email that could be interpreted so poorly and that, yeah. that's that's the end of the game anyway dude I, I a lot of times i like to call people i am all we, in on we've that. even we've even had stuff over the last two years change where we've you know whatever a show we've text each other and like i'm like man is he saying this and you're is he saying this and then we just call hey bro yeah yeah can you no get yeah 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 no you're right get we, on a call where you can hear yeah the, the, the voice, the, the voice. Hear how it's being said, Correct. presented. You know what I mean? It's just so different than when you read a text. You're like, your brain goes into 47 different places. Exactly. I, nowadays, I just call people. Exactly. Hey, dude, I got to talk to you because I got to hear your voice. Yeah, and yes, I totally agree with that. We've learned that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow, good point. All right, so that, that's it, everybody. Don't write anything down. Yeah. That's the rule. That's what we got as a mayor's <laughs> office. It's an, it's an Italian motto, yeah, too. I, have, have the balls to call people yeah. in your life and make a phone call. Yep. So you can hear their voice. Well, or you see know, them, or see them face to face too. See them eye to eye. I agree. Hey, also, I'll give you one more. In a gangster world, not that I know too much about this, but my last <laughs> name is Chanchamina. The guys, when they would run numbers, you, know, you got to run numbers. You know, when the guys are, oh, uh, yeah. when they're doing the illegal gambling back in the day when it was illegal, they would take the guy who had the best memory, and he would be the the runner because he would get the numbers for you know you got you need that guy to get somebody's numbers for the bets. But you don't want that on a piece of paper. So they would get somebody who had like almost like a photographic memory so that they could look the person in the eye. The guy tells them the numbers and they go back and they put it down and nobody has a paper trail. Whoa, I like that. That's some in-depth, like in-depth Dude, that's mafioso ch- that's shit. That's Chinchamino stuff, Chinch. You, you run a numbers back <laughs> in the day, bro? No, I you never ran numbers. numbers back in the day. I Come never on, ran you're numbers. The guy, you were the guy at Columbia running the numbers, yeah. weren't you? Wait, I, 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 you have like one minute for a super quick yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, Okay, so this is my ju- sophomore junior year, okay? There was this gambling ring, this mafia gambling ring, that that the the government like had this whole like they were watching him, they were watching him, and they busted the gambling ring, but they busted it from the bottom up. So the bookies, there was this one bookie who was in my dude lived in my baseball house, lived in my house. He was a bookie, and he got they came in, they stormed our they stormed. Our house, like all the baseball teams, some what? of the football players. Dude, this is crazy. They, Are you there? Yes, I'm telling you the story. It's crazy. I'll try to be quick. They stormed, like the cops stormed our, our, our complex. We're all like a bunch of 19, 20-year-olds, like, and the cops are running in there. Stormed it. Took all of his computer, put him in cuffs. I'm not going to say his name. Put him, his, put him in cuffs. 
brought him out, and he was gone for like three days for the weekend. He was arrested with, and so they basically they're getting all the little people so that they could get the really mafia bosses. It's right, all like right, right. it's all a pyramid scheme, the, the gambling and the cops. So he goes away now. We had for some reason it, a skull and crossbones flag outside of our house. Okay, I don't know why somebody put it there once, and so this was the second biggest story of the day nationally nationally for the entire weekend columbia university gambling ring which it really wasn't but this dude lived in our house and we all play baseball and football we're all i mean it's not freaking uh you know it's not miami versus uh, uh ufc but it's but we're division one college athletes so we had a bookie in a house where the football team the baseball team and a basketball team all lived oh my God. so two of our players got suspended because uh, they got caught in the books having gambled Two of them missed the first 15 games of the season. That's that. Then For, for baseball. For baseball, because they were in the book. And so yeah. you can't gamble when you're a college athlete. So that's one thing. But the craziest part, this is the, the, the exclamation point. It would have been the number one story in the country. Except on the same day, President Clinton got accused of having an affair with an intern. Oh, jeez. So this says... So, our t- so two. And every nationalist story is... Our top story, the president could be impeached for yada, 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 and a gambling ring at Columbia University. And you would see us. There was B-roll of us. Dude, we had to do the no comment stuff, no comment, putting hoods on when we went into our house for three days. There were reporters camped out. They were following us to the bars at night. It was a crazy experience. It was That's so much. Crazy, dude. It was actually That's really crazy. fun. It was kind of fun. And the guy wound up never. Because <laughs> well, as long as you weren't in cuffs, it was fun. Yeah, the guy wound up getting a pretty good job. So it's not like he, he, he learned from his mistake. Anyway, I hey, had to tell that what's story. What's so funny is now you can just go on FanDuel and DraftKings. And it's no oh, my deal. God. Yeah. Now, you like, know, yeah. F- FBI rating your, rating your house. Now it's like, hey, gamble. Yeah, everybody yeah, gamble. Yeah. Oh, hey, everybody gamble. Hey. And they fucking sponsor the entire league. Every league is yeah. sponsored by gambling. It's amazing. <laughs> Crazy. It's like why it's like weed being legal. Anyway. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Well, good stuff, right, brother. Man. We got it done. What do you got today? Right, you, you, you got a lot going great, on today? Great, great, great job today, brother. Yeah. I'm, uh, oh, the bowling. The bo- oh, we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. Fifteen. I'll let you know what happens. I'll let you. Know. I, 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 there's no doubt. I'm gonna dominate. I just. That's I just very know good. It. I, my stroke's perfect. Jake. Jake just said <laughs> from the other room. <laughs> but you know. I know there's a chance Jake might bowl under 100. Wait, is Jake the one that, that got that got uh, passed on on the uh, on the charger? Or was that? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jake's the one that stole the charger. Oh, jeez. All right, yeah, well, we got steal my charger, but he's trying to take me down bowling. No chance. <laughs> Excellent. All right, buddy, have fun out there. All right, bro. I love you, man. Love you. Have a great day. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. Really appreciate you coming along for the ride. Keep downloading, subscribing, doing all that good stuff, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you, Chanji. See you, buddy. Love you, brother.